At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, necessary, forward, limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is My Guys of the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. What's a going on, everybody? Happy Friday. Welcome into My Guys in the Desert. Stormy Bon and Tony with you live from downtown Las Vegas at Circa Resort and Casino. Got a great hour on tap for you. More NFL futures alphabet style coming your way. Uh, a good bit of NFL talk today, actually, because VEASAN's own Adam Burke, who is basically my co-host today, is going to join us for a full half hour. We'll get into some NFL talk with him, how to really be a good better in the NFL preseason. So he's got some tips there. Um, we'll also get into a little SEC preview for you. He was one of the many contributors of the College Football Betting Guide. I've got a dark horse in the East that I like and want to share with you as well. And, of course, he is our Major League Baseball go-to guy. His best bets for a busy slate coming up this evening. Then at the end of the hour, our guy Chris Andrews, sports betting Hall of Famer over at the South Point, will take us through all things behind the counter. But like we always do every single day. We're going to start things off with our top five news and notes, things you need to know that affect us as betters. And we're going to start last night as the Raiders improved to 4-0 all-time in the Hall of Fame game. They beat the Jags 27-11, to a big public win on the Raiders' money line and minus the two and a half. We got football, people, which means our first bad beat of the season also on that under. The total is bet down from 33 and a half to 30 and a half. It was a 27 to 3 game with about 6 minutes left. Raiders call a pass on third and one. They don't get it. They have to punt away instead of just running out the clock. Jags get the ball, drive it 86 yards down the field for a touchdown. Pushing any total you had over. The top overall pick though in the 2022 draft, Trayvon Walker, only played the first two drives of the game, but he stole the show. Was called for a questionable roughing the passer on his first play of the game. Came back with his first 
sack, applied consistent pressure on the Raiders quarterback Jarrett Stidham during that time. Good stuff there overall from the young guy. Uh, number two in today's top five, only in Anaheim. Y'all see what happened in the Angels game last night. The Halos had seven home runs yesterday in seven different innings and still lost 8-7 to the Oakland A's of all teams. Uh, lots of people have the A's season win totals under. Come on, guys. You can't drop two or three to those guys. Tied an MLB record for solo home runs in a single game. Shohei even had two of them. So sometimes it just be like that. Angels take a step up in competition today with game one of a four-game set in Seattle. Mariners took some steam overnight up to a $2 home favorite on the money line over under set at seven. Number three in today's top five, Roger Goodell has selected former New Jersey Attorney General Peter C. Harvey to hear the NFL's appeal of Deshaun Watson's six-game suspension. The league's appealing for an indefinite suspension for the Browns quarterback. There would be a minimum of one year as well as a fine and treatment. The league said Harvey has deep expertise in criminal law, including domestic violence and sexual assault, and he has advised the NFL as well as other professional leagues previously. He was actually on the panel that suspended Ezekiel Elliott six games back in 2017. And something that was a little confusing this week that Pro Football Talk's Mike Florio, who has a background as a lawyer, made clear yesterday. Remember I told you I'm not a lawyer? Well, he is. So let's listen up. Uh, he said that because the NFLPA accepted the initial six-game suspension and did not appeal it, that six games should still stand for Deshaun Watson at minimum, meaning regardless of whether or not more games are added and they elect to counter by suing the league, Watson should still miss those first six games. So week one against the Panthers remains Browns a one-point favorite. The Browns do, however, plan to play Watson in the preseason. Number four, Matthew Stafford's elbow chronicles continue in Rams camp. Rams head coach Sean McVay said the Super Bowl winnings QB's elbow injury is a, quote, tricky deal and abnormal for a quarterback. McVay added the Rams are learning about Stafford's injury, which is more common in pitchers on the fly. Stafford per McVay looked great in throwing drills this week. We all saw that 50-yard shot so it looked okay then but the team plans to carefully manage his throwing load throughout August as they prepare for their week one battle with the favorite to win this year's Super Bowl in the Buffalo Bills. Stafford's over under for passing yards this year set at 4,500 and a half 34 and a half passing touchdowns. Last one here Bucks head coach Todd Bowl told reporters that wide receiver one Mike Evans left practice early today at training camp with a hamstring issue. It was just a tweak though which making that you know alphabets E bet I gave out yesterday a little suspect at least off the get-go but his over under set at 1025 and a half receiving yards 10 and a half receiving touchdowns just a tweak though like I said the team will likely ease up his workload in the short term no indication his status is in jeopardy for week one or beyond the concern simply lies in Evans repetitive soft tissue issues we remember the hamstring issue that held him out last December also good to note Bulls said the team is not getting their hopes up as of right now for Chris Godwin just yet despite his participation with a knee brace on at training camp uh, this is a big mile stone marker though in his recovery from that torn ACL Bulls stress to beat writers he's got a long way to come back to that from that pre-injury form if he misses the first few weeks of the regular season look for Julio Jones and Russell Gage to have a bigger impact Gage uh, another one of those new additions has apparently been a star at training camp so good to know we will keep the NFL talk rolling though because like promised we are rolling along with our Alphabet series, NFL futures bets from A to Z, what, working our way down here. And uh, today we are beginning things on L. L for love, L also for Lamar Jackson, MVP at 20 to 1 odds. Uh, 
a lot of this is obviously going to be contingent on his health. And if you believe the ankle and other ailments are going to hold up for not only him, but the team outside of just Jackson last year, we know. Baltimore was the second most banged up team in the entire NFL based on the number of missed snaps and games by starters. Just they had eight wins last year before the train just came completely off of the tracks for the entire squad dropped six straight games to close out the regular season. Even still, some of those were right in their grasp, though. But as you look at this season, beefed up offensive line should help him out. A better supporting cast should help him out. A now healthy J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards are going to spearhead the ground game. But Jackson's obviously got that wild card ability with his his legs himself uh, not crazy to think personally that he could be one of those guys that combines for 40 passing and rushing touchdowns this year 2019 Jackson rushed for 1200 yards and seven rushing touchdowns in addition to the 36 through the air the 66 percent completion percentage that MVP season obviously a big a, a big ask to duplicate that but I think like I said 40 is a reasonable tenable combined number uh, schedule wise not bad their opponent win percentage based on last year's results 474 bottom third in the league for ease of schedule and it division that's gone from one of the strongest in recent years to one of the biggest question marks. So Lamar Jackson, 20 to one MVP. I am vibing it. Uh, M for most rushing touchdowns going with Damian Harris for uh, of the Patriots there at 16 to one. See, we had to get creative with some of these letters because there just weren't M players I was going with. Okay, so most rushing touchdowns. Obviously, Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry, the shortest shots on the board for a reason. Taylor cashing tickets for this prop last year with 18. We all remember the pace that Henry was on prior to his injury. But those two guys are offenses where uh, are players where an offense runs through them. Damian Harris obviously cannot say the same, but he was a red zone goal line terror for defenses last year. He and James Conner actually tied for the second most rushing touchdowns last season with 15 each. Harris could also be a fantasy sleeper for those of you who are about that stuff like I am. I know he averaged 4.6 yards per carry last year, but it was a breakout year three season in terms of the touchdowns should continue to take positive steps for a Patriots club whose offense is predicated on that ground game. So Damian Harris, 16 to one. I'm just telling you to take a shot. Working our way through the alphabet. N is for Najee. Najee Harris to go over his rushing yards prop. 1150 and a half at minus 115. My dude is coming off one of the best rookie seasons we have ever seen. He is ready to cement himself now as one of the best backs in general in the NFL. 1150 and a half is lowballing him by at least 100 yards in my opinion. I legitimately see this guy a 1300 plus type season if he stays healthy. Had 381 touches last year. Um, most by a rookie since LT did it back in 2001. And while, yes, I understand we're likely going to see a decrease in his overall workload, a step back in catches with the quarterback change, I think he does more with the volume on the ground as a more efficient runner. Um, we already know how successful he was last year in yards after contact. Speaking of which, last year's offensive line play was considerably poor. The upgrades that they made in free agency should get him some better blocking, should get him some better yardage. I I love Najee Harris, and I think this year he's going to explode. Going down the line, time for O. And this is a this is a kind of a dark horse, I think, an under-the-radar name nobody's talking about. Bobby Okariki, over 109.5 tackles, another minus 115 price. With all of the talent that the Indianapolis Colts have on defense, Okariki at middle linebacker 
isn't a name enough people are talking about, yet he led the Colts in tackles last year with 132. Entering the final year of his rookie deal, it's a prove-it season in year four. I think this is the season his stardom starts to ascend. I'm looking at his stat line from a year ago, 132 tackles, a sack, three TFLs, two quarterback hits, two picks. His 12 quarterback hurries ranked sixth in the league at the position. Playing next to Darius, excuse me, Shaq Leonard. Got to get used to that. That's going to be an adjustment. Uh, but he gets most of the headlines, obviously. Um, and he's starting the season on the pup list, which early on in the year might help our guy build up a little bit of his numbers as well early, especially considering they're playing Houston and Jacksonville early. Pad the stats a little bit. But this linebacker unit by Pro Football Focus is ranked the second best in the NFL going into this season. And I love my guy Okariki to be a breakout guy. And last one here real quickly, because we're running out of time. P is for passing yards. Derek Carr to have the most passing yards this season at 10 to 1. Carr finished last year with 4,804 yards, good for fifth in the league. Despite those being career numbers for him, I only expect that to increase with a new mentality brought in by Josh McDonald. Daniels, Devontae Adams added to the fold because talent-wise, he has the best set of weapons he has ever had in his career. Adams last season had over 1,500 yards, 11 touchdowns. You got Hunter Renfro, who led the Raiders in receptions last year, effective as ever in the slot. One of the best tight ends in the league went healthy in Darren Waller and a solid stable of running backs. Then you add into the thought process of this defense and this division with which they play in. These are going to be high-scoring games. There's going to, I think Derek Carr is going to be throwing the ball early and often, rack up those yards, cash it at 10 to 1. Uh, don't forget, if you missed any of this show or any show on the network, they are available now in podcast form. Download on your own schedule. Become a subscriber to the My Guys in the Desert pod. The mini pod dropped today. Make sure you check it out. We're going to step aside real quickly, but when we come back, Adam Burke hops on the desk. John Harbaugh isn't the only coach with a successful preseason track record. Some teams and tips for betting this NFL preseason and more when we come back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Rolling along here live from downtown Las Vegas at Circa Resort and Casino. Excited to be welcomed on the desk by the one and only Adam Burke. Vison MLB betting analyst, really all sport betting analyst. We gotta we gotta work on your title, I think. I think so too. I actually I don't think I have a formal title. Ooh. So what's your LinkedIn say? 
Let's look Adam in. Burke, I'm a guy. No, yeah, pretty much, yeah. I'm a guy. I talk about betting. I love so, it. Sometimes I win. Uh, how exciting was it, um, albeit not exactly the best quality of football, just the fact that we have football back on our screens, back in our lives right now, means the regular season is coming. It's a good feeling. Yeah, it's a great feeling. I mean, you know, I really enjoyed being able to write the college football betting guide. I enjoyed the fact that I could handicap an NFL game, even though – you know, half the guys playing have no chance of making the roster, but it's it's nice to do something else. I mean, baseball is such a tremendous grind. You and I were talking about mm -hmm. that a little bit during the break. I kind of get to like three months of a season, then I'm like, okay, what's next? Yeah. You know, like what can I start looking at now? So it was good to be able to look at the preseason, and you know, now we have to wait until Thursday for another round of games. Yes, absolutely. The Raiders obviously winning the Hall of Fame game yesterday over the Jaguars, and for those of us who are based in Vegas, uh, an exciting start, at least to the Josh McDaniels era, I'm sure. <laughs> but um, with this first game, though, kind of gets us set up for the preseason in general, of course, Adam, and there are a number of things that are good for betters just to take into consideration this time of year as they prep, and if they are somebody who wants to get involved in preseason action what's some of the advice or, or tenable things that people can look at going into the preseason well honestly i think the first piece of advice is don't listen to this notion that you're a degenerate or you know an action junkie because you bet the preseason there are legitimate opportunities mm -hmm. to bet in the preseason and Look, I mean, money made in the preseason of the NFL is the same as money made in the regular season. It all, the you know? tickets it all, all, all cash the right. same. It all counts the same. And, and as, you know, our motto here kind of goes, cash and tickets is what, is it's, what all it's all about. about. But look, I, I think the biggest tip that I can give you is follow beat writers on Twitter. You know, find the coach clips, find the coach interviews, all of that. They will tell you what they plan to do in the preseason game, and they will tell you how long guys are going to play. You know, it'll be like, look, no, I know you mentioned Deshaun Watson's playing in the preseason for the Browns. Might as well, because he's suspended for at least six games, if not more. Kevin Stefanski's going to go, look, Deshaun Watson's going to play a couple of series for us. So then you know. Mm -hmm. You know it's Deshaun Watson for a couple of series, and then you can kind of plan your attack after that. It'll certainly help with derivative betting for first half, first quarter, stuff like that. But the coaches will tell you not only who's going to play, but also what their plan is going to be. Because they'll be like, they'll stand in front of the media and say, well, you know what? We're not really running the ball very well in, in camp. I'm not very impressed with, you know, how our offensive line's going. We have some carries available. We have some spots on the depth chart available. You know, our running game doesn't look good. We're probably going to run the football in that preseason game. So you bet an under, or maybe you bet the other side if they're working on the pass, something like that. So these coaches will tell you what their plan is and who's going to be out there to, you know, try to fulfill the obligations of that game. So that creates a lot of betting opportunity for you. And there's also, I know, just as an example, yesterday, certain edges with the rosters we know that are going to be out there, quarterback being one of the more important positions. The Raiders, obviously, last night had a significant advantage when it came to that department with their depth at quarterback mm -hmm. versus what the Jaguars had to throw out there. So those definitely things to take into consideration. Everybody knows at this point the, the John Harbaugh part of all of this, right? right. They are on an incredible run uh, 20 and 0 the last 20, 17, two and one against the spread. And as you look at that number on the screen, it dates back even farther 40 and 12 straight up, 37 and 15 ATS. They're with the Ravens. But 
There are also coaches as well outside of John Harbaugh and the Ravens that might be worth a look as well. Yeah, I mean, Pete Carroll's a guy that's been solid in the in the preseason. Of course, we have a pretty large sample size with him as well, having been a coach for a long time there with Seattle. 27-18-1 against the number. Sean McDermott for the Bills, 10-5 and five straight up and against the spread. And most of that damage he's done over the last couple of preseasons where he got comfortable with his team. You know, they've kind of, the playbook is fully in place. All the schemes are there for everybody on the two deep. So it's one of those things where guys are just more prepared. Mm -hmm. You know, I think when a lot of people look at first year head coaches and, and we had two of them last night and Doug Peterson and, and Josh McDaniels, but a lot of people are going to look at first year head coaches and say, well, they want to put their stamp on the team or they want to build this culture of winning or, or whatever else. The reality is it's a brand new playbook. So it makes sense for those teams to kind of struggle a little bit, to kind of look a little bit out of sorts. You know, the Raiders looked a lot better than the Jaguars last night. Even though I heard some people say, you know, well, the Jaguars coming from Urban Meyer to Doug Peterson, they want to establish this new culture. They want to, you know, have different expectations, all that. That's all well and good. But, you know, the Raiders just had better personnel mm -hmm. on the field in yesterday's game. So it's important to know the coaches what they want to achieve. You know, for John Harbaugh, it's not so much that he takes the preseason seriously. It's that their front office is really, really good. So they have a lot of depth. They draft and develop well. They get players that fit the scheme. And Harbaugh's been there forever. Mm -hmm. So they're able to get those kinds of players. So I think that those are the things you can look at, too. Not only coaching tendencies, but also stability, continuity, the, the intelligence level of a front office, getting guys that fit. That all helps in the preseason, too. And I think just adding to your point about the Jaguars' motivation, like want to and capabilities to do are very different things. Right. Um, you also had pay attention to mm -hmm. line moves on there, and that feels just pretty similar to what we say in basically any sport, right? Pay attention and be knowledgeable about where the money is coming in. Right, absolutely. Because, you know, like I talked about, you pay attention to what the coaches are saying, you follow the beat writers, all that. That's what betters that move numbers are doing. You know, that's exactly what they're doing because – they don't know who's the fourth string left tackle. They don't know that. But they're reading the tea leaves. They're paying attention to the context. And they're jumping on it before other people are. Most people will bet preseason day of. They'll move numbers a little bit earlier on, like we saw with that Raiders game last night, where Josh McDaniels played his high school football on that mm -hmm. field. He played at Canton McKinley High School. So... That was a situation where I think the Raiders were going to come out more focused, more engaged. They're up 20 to nothing at halftime. I don't know if it was because of McDaniels' homecoming or not, but you know, early line moves are generally right almost across the board. Yeah, you know, they're probably they're right, you know, 55, 60% of the time. But in the preseason, they're going to be right a lot, particularly moves on totals, okay. where if the under moves down a couple of points, that's usually something that comes through, although it, it didn't last night. Well, it's really good information. Also, just a good reminder for people to check out vsin.com and vsin.com slash subscribe to become an all-access subscriber because this is the type of information that you're getting on the website and that you're getting by being a part of the vsin family. Let's turn the page a little bit to Major League Baseball. One game in action right now. The Cubs trailing the Marlins one nothing in the bottom of the eighth. Um, but 13 games still to come tonight. And I know one series a lot of eyeballs are on this week is definitely the Braves and Mets obviously in that NL East race the Braves lost yesterday Ian Anderson taking on Tywin Walker tonight and I know Fade Anderson is typically kind of a trendy thing but you're going the other way today how come yeah I'm going the other way and, and this one was a little bit bigger of a number earlier on today it was plus 125 on the Braves at least that's what I put in the article it was plus 20, 127 out here in town but that was a line move that happened overnight and early this morning with the fade of Ian Anderson that you mentioned and 
the betting market, the influential betters out there like to fade pitchers with high walk rates. Anderson's a guy with a high walk rate. But in this case tonight, first of all, I thought plus 125 was way too big of a number with how dangerous Atlanta's offense is. And the second thing is, the Braves really struggle when they face pitchers that can strike them out. When they make contact, because they make so much violent contact, they can have a lot of success. Taiwan Walker's got about 2% below average in strikeout percentage, a full percent below average in swinging strike rate. So I think the Braves make a lot of contact off of him tonight, and I think that they have success with that. So as long as Anderson's okay, I think the Braves will give him some run support tonight, and Atlanta's bullpen is solid. So I just felt like at, at plus 125, and I think even plus 120, which you can find out there now, I still think it's a worthwhile look on the Braves just because I, I don't think they should really be that big of a dog to anybody on the Mets aside from DeGrom and, and, and Scherzer. Okay, they're still four and a half games back. We'll see if they can make a dent in that in the division with this five-game set in New York. Another dog I saw you like today is Colorado, which no normally if you're going to bet on Colorado, you want to do it at home. They're on the road today. Why do you like them coming off a, a win over the Padres the other night? Yeah, nice win for them yesterday. I kind of wish I was on them yesterday. Padres coming off of the Juan Soto thing. They play the Dodgers tonight. Felt like that had the chance to be a flat spot. I'm kind of disappointed I missed that one. But tonight... Yeah, it's, it's tough to bet the Rockies on the road because their offense just isn't very good when they're away from Coors Field. The difference here tonight is that Herman Marquez is on the mound, and Marquez is a guy who's awful at home. I mean, he's just ERA over six. He's getting knocked around. He's going to 14 of his 19 home runs at home, but he's on the road here, and the Rockies are better against left-handed pitching than right-handed pitching, and they get a below-average lefty tonight in Madison Bumgarner. So it's another one where I just thought – the price was a little bit too high. I kind of like the offensive projection of the dog. And, you know, plus 115, I, I thought that was worth a look. All right, we'll see if they can string a couple together after dropping, what was it, four or five to the Padres? Not ideal. No, no. But, of course, I was on the Padres run line yesterday. I don't want to talk about it. Anyways, um, it's been a while <laughs> since you and I have been on the desk together. So when we come back... I'll be back to subjecting you to one of my games because it's Perfect. just what I do. We're calling it buying in or backing out. We'll also get into a little bit of SEC football. So don't go anywhere. Plenty more my guys on the horizon. Listen to my guys in the desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. College football betting guide is out now. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of all 131 teams, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations, plus our best season win total bets, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff predictions. And the thing that's different this year is the only way to get access to our football betting guide is to become a VEASAN all-access subscriber. It's super easy. Sign up early at VEASAN.com for a discounted $175. You'll receive the college and pro football guides, along with full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl, or you can just Join us on a monthly basis, $40 a month, and see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Again, it's vsin.com slash subscribe for your options and to become part of the Sports Betting Network. Stormy Bond and Tony and VSIN betting analyst Adam Burke at the desk with you. Also, just for those of you paying attention to the Major League Baseball game on right now, Wilson Contreras with a go-ahead two-run shot to give the Cubs a 2-1 lead over the Marlins in the lone game in action right now. Now, Adam, we will get to college football in a moment, because you were one of the many wonderful contributors to this year's betting guide. But 
it's time for a game. We're calling it buying in or backing out. So I'm going to give you a statement and you have to tell me if it makes you want to invest in a team or player or not. We will start with Aaron Rodgers said on the Aubrey Marcus podcast that he thinks taking psychedelics are a big contributor that's helped him get those back-to-back -back MVP awards, buying in or backing out on the Packers this year. <laughs> so apparently it was ayahuasca that he was <laughs> drinking a hallucinogenic plant-based drink that helped him, quote, see how to unconditionally love himself. Wow. So, I, if, I mean, I guess it improved his mental health, I would say, which, you know, when you're a quarterback of a team like that, mental health is pretty important. Whatever, I'm buying in. You are. Why not? Why I not? love it. Um, no vaccine, but ayahuasca is cool to ingest. It's all that, good. Does that count? I mean... So if this is true, does that become a new performance-enhancing drug? I don't know the rules, man. I don't either. We might have to make up the Aaron Rodgers rule In about taking psychedelics. When I would cover the American Cornhole League for ESPN, they would have um, like they would be drinking beer and they call them PEBs, performance enhancing beverages. So maybe that's what we have on our hands here with that Aaron Rodgers. That is true about cornhole. <laughs> Rolling along. True. Next one, buying in or backing out. Debo Samuel says he has no problem being used as a wide back despite those previous reports during his contract negotiations. Buying in or backing out on Samuel for offensive player of the year given this development. Oh, for offensive player of the year. Um, no, because I think there are too many other guys that are available for that award, so I will back out. But with that said, I'm buying in on this idea that he's okay now with his usage because he got paid. Like, that's all he wanted. He wanted to get paid, you know, before taking all of this abuse with all the touches. So I would expect him to have a huge year. I just, I think offensive player of the year is a bit of a big ass. Yeah, use me however you want if you're giving me that money. While Especially we're on because the I don't know about Trey Lance. That's a yeah. huge question mark. It it Which really, is a topic that we could go very deep in on another day. It really, really is. And trust me, we will. But while we are on the offensive player of the year market, Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson, and I'm paraphrasing, said that the reigning offensive player of the year, Cooper Cup, is good. Not as good as him, though. Cup then responded saying he respectfully disagrees, buying in or backing out for Jefferson to be this year's offensive player of the year. I think there's a better chance of this one than there is Debo Samuel. I know Debo Samuel have a ton of all-purpose yards, but... Justin Jefferson just might be the best route runner in the NFL. And, you know, the more that he learns about opposing defensive backs, I really like the idea of having him in this Kevin O'Connell offense. I, I think this is more of a buy-in than, than Debo Samuel. Okay, last one. Alabama last year won the SEC, made the national championship despite losing two of their top wide receivers, had their quarterback win the Heisman. Yet, Nick Saban said, last season, kind of a rebuilding year. That's one way to blame a loss uh, in the national championship to Georgia. But the clearly the tide are rebuilt now, buying in or backing out that they can win the national championship this year and go over their alternate win total of 11 and a half. Can they make it perfect? Yeah, I, I mean, I think they go 12 and all. I have them at least a 13, 14 point favorite in every Ooh. game. So they should go 12 and all. They have no excuse not to. I think the national championship game is Alabama and Ohio State. So that'll be probably a toss up type of game. So, I mean, I, I, could, I could definitely buy into this one. I hope they don't because I hope my Buckeyes win. But I, it wouldn't shock me if, if Alabama had a perfect, perfect season this year. For those of after you that, rebuilding. After the, after the intense rebuild. Uh, as you look at the screen, for those of you who are joining us on the stream, their over-under is set at 10.5, juice to minus 230. But if you do the alternate win total of 11.5, 
plus 130. So there's a little bit of value there if you do think they're going to have the perfect season. Arguably the best offensive and defensive players in the country on each side of the ball. And Bryce Young, of course, and Will Anderson Jr., who I do have a Heisman Trophy ticket out on. Um, do you? What number did you get? I mean, not as good as some people that got 40 to 1. That's I got okay. 25, 25 to 1, but I'd be liking it. Yeah. I have an 80 to 1 ticket on Cameron Rising as well of the Utah Utes. But we're not going Pac 12 right now. We're going SEC. And. Sean King and I were on Follow the Money last week, and he really, really likes the dark horse of Kentucky to win the East, not Georgia. So he got 14 to 1 odds. I see it at most books now, consensus 12 to 1 in the East. Do you think that's realistic? I think it's optimistic. I don't think I'd call it realistic. Uh, look, I mean, Kentucky's a very, very good team. And, and strangely enough, they won 10 games last year. They were minus 11 in turnover margin. You do not see a team have that much success being minus 11 in turnover margin. They only had 12 takeaways last year. That should get better for them. And Liam Cohen brought in a really nice NFL-style offense for them, which they needed. I mean, they're a run-first offense, but Will Levis performed well uh, as the quarterback here. And, in fact, he's getting some draft buzz, which I don't really buy into that either. But, you know, they don't have Wandale Robinson anymore. He accounted for 104 of the team's 242 completions, more than double the receiving yards of the next guy. So... Teams are really going to flood the box and force Will Levis to find a way to beat them. I just think that that's not a sound strategy to win a bunch of games and win the SEC East. They'll probably lose at Tennessee. I think they'll lose at Ole Miss as well. Um, you know, tough game at Florida, who they historically have had a lot of problems with. Yeah, they get Georgia at home at Kroger Field, but I I wouldn't really chalk that up as a win for them either. I, I have their season win total right at seven point nine two, so over seven and a half, but under eight but the juice is pretty high on seven and a half. I, they're a good team. They're not a great team. They're, they're not going to win the East. So my concern with Kentucky um, actually, and I say this in jest, really lies in the stomach issues that I'm sure Will Levis must have because you've seen him. This yeah. guy, like, what is he doing? He eats the bananas with the peel on. He puts mayonnaise in his coffee to get ready for his day. Like, I, I cannot wait to see what new food thing comes out as part of his game day tradition this year. But I mean, it's just, it's, he's a weird dude. Have you ever had mayonnaise in your coffee? No, and I don't plan to. Neither I, have I. I know some I, people I put like, butter in it, which uh, that sounds kind of good. Yeah. I feel like it's hard to judge somebody if I've never done it, but also it's mayonnaise in coffee. I feel like I don't really need to try that. Like to... if I'm putting something in, like, let's say I wanted like whipped cream on top of my coffee. Right. And right. that's my comparable is like whipped cream yeah. or mayonnaise. What is there anything else that you would substitute whipped cream for mayo? No. Yeah. No. That's all I'm saying. I'm not, so just, I'm not eating whipped cream on a burger. Just think it out. That's all I'm saying. Uh, any other teams in the SEC? I mean, all of the attention obviously goes to Alabama with how stacked they are this year. Georgia is going to be that close second because they're kind of the consensus third best team in the country at this point coming into this year, despite, you know, the defensive pieces that they lost, which are going to be very hard to replace still offensively, which is weird to say, might carry the load for Georgia this year, but they're still considered a top three team in the country. Other SEC teams you think could make a run, potential playoff spot maybe for them? Anything that comes to mind or not really? Not in terms of, of playoff spots, no. I mean, it's, like I said, I mean, I, I have Alabama 13-point favorite against Tennessee. That's the smallest line I have for them. Georgia's smallest line is 14. So if those teams somehow lose two games, I'll be very, be very shocked. It'd be a very stunning. Now, look, that being said, I mean, if Bryce Young gets hurt, you know, you, you never know with, with Alabama. But I, I try to look more... In the lead up to the season, you know, win totals are usually set a little bit high 
you know, they, they kind of protect against the idea of people like betting on their teams or expecting a team to be really good. I tend to look more for teams I think can go under their win total. And I think okay. Auburn is a team that can. And Auburn's in that very stacked, very difficult SEC West where LSU may be better than people expect. Arkansas just has a miserable schedule. Otherwise, my win total projection for them would be higher. Uh, but they play Cincinnati and BYU in the non-conference. Texas A&M will be solid. I mean, they've had they have the best recruiting class in the country this year and a lot of other top five, top ten recruiting classes. So Mississippi State is a quality team as well. Will Rogers is a very good quarterback for that scheme. So I try to look at all these conferences and decide which team's not going to live up to the degree of competition. And I think Auburn is that team. I do not like the hire of Brian Harson. Not a big fan hey, of that. Hey, leave my Boise I, State guy out of this. Sorry. I understand, too, that if Tank Bigsby goes down in bounds, Auburn beats Alabama in the Iron Bowl, and we're not, then, then we could really talk about a rebuilding year for the Crimson Tide. But probably, I just, probably not an ideal um, distraction to start the year either with the TJ Finley arrest right. on Tuesday either. Yep, Derek Mason <laughs> left Thursday, to go to Oklahoma State for less money. That's not a great sign for the healthier program when your DC leaves and takes a pay cut in the process. So I, I just don't think that this Auburn team is, is very good. I like their under six and a half and Quite frankly, it's probably you know one of my strongest win totals, but shop around for the best odds because under six and a half minus 170 is a, a tough bet to swallow at, at some of the books that have that. Understandable. So pessimistic on Auburn, optimistic on the Alabama Crimson Tide going <laughs> undefeated in 2022. What a, what Love it. Small limb to go out on there. <laughs> I appreciate the time, Adam. You're the man. And let's do this again next week. Absolutely. What do you say? Sounds good. Uh, when we come back, Chris Andrews from the South Point will join us and a futures bet I like in the NFL. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Wrapping things up here on My Guys in the Desert, this segment presented by Zin Nicotine Pouches. Zin Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that's helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zin understands there's a one right time to make a change. Everybody's timeline's a little different. Everybody's on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zin's there for you. Check out Zin Nicotine Pouches at Zin.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Stormy Bond and Tony with you here and as promised i got a futures bet for you and taken by stormy we are doing this 
partially in honor of our next guest coming up here, Chris Andrews, but I am taking the Pittsburgh Steelers over seven wins this year. And if you do the seven and a half, it is a plus money value at the books that have it available. But this is primarily a bet where I am backing uh, I am backing Mike Tomlin as a head coach here. And that's the primary focus of this bet because he has never lost more than eight games in his career as a head coach, 15 NFL season. You have to think about the amount of talent, ability, and just overall consistency that takes in today's NFL. Even when he's had guys like Mason Rudolph or Hodges or the, and I granted Big Ben is a Hall of Famer, but the 2021 version was not. Um, he was about as deep-rooted as an immobile tree as you could have at the position. I think even despite the Mitch Trubisky reports, regardless of who they play at quarterback this year, Pittsburgh should get better play in performance and just overall movement. This could literally be the worst season of Mike Tomlin's coaching career. If he goes eight and nine, you still cash the ticket. So we will now bring in our guy, Chris Andrews, odds maker extraordinaire, lover of all things Pittsburgh, sports betting hall of famer. Chris, am I too overzealous on your Steelers? No, Stormy. I'm with you all the way, kid. I mean, uh, you know, we wound up opening it at eight. Uh, our first couple bets were under, so we're at seven and a half. Now, we're starting to get a little evened up, so we, I'm at even money if you want the over here because we do have some pretty strong, uh, pretty strong action really both ways. But right now, I still need it over. But, uh, you know, Stormy, I'm kind of with you. I mean, I, I, you know, he won eight games with Duck Hodge as a quarterback. You know, I mean, it seems like, you know, I mean, he's got three – Three guys who I'm not sure any one, and I was never a big picket fan, but I, I'm not sure any one of them is going to set the world on fire. But that defense is still there. Uh, I think they have a great coaching staff. They, besides Tomlin, they added Flores. I got some other guys I think that are going to make some of this, uh, the, the proper changes that the team needed to make. So I think they're in pretty good shape. And the other thing is, you know, listen, I know I have tons of respect for the Bengals. You know, I'm not, and you know, the Browns have their problems. God knows, but I, I also think that Baltimore might be a little overrated right now. So that that division may not be quite as good as it has been in the last couple of years. Maybe a little bit overrated. A lot more question marks in the division for sure than we have seen in years past. But I'm I'm loving it, Chris. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for backing up the way that I'm feeling about this <laughs> team potentially this year. They're going to get over the seventh. They're just going to. Um, are there any other though? While we're on season win totals, any NFL season win totals that are a little bit lopsided? for you guys over at the South Point? Uh, yeah, we got a lot that are lost. <laughs> uh, I'm going, I love to get a start at the bottom here. Uh, the Seahawks, they bet us really strong on the under. You know, all these kind of make sense. You know, I, I mean, I can see that Seahawks are going to have their problems. Uh, but once again, you got Pete Carroll. You're going to have quarterback issues, of course. Um, their home field advantage has not been that great the last couple of years, but that may uh, regress to the mean a little bit. You may see that be uh, strong once again, even though it hasn't been for the last few years. But part of that was that they were just such a good team everywhere. They weren't uh, additionally good at home. Uh, but some of the other ones we got, uh, the Chargers, they bet me pretty strong on the over there. They bet me the Bears under. Again, everything I'm reading, and I got some friends in Chicago, as we all do on Beeson. Uh, I'm hearing nothing but bad reports mm -hmm. out of Chicago. They look very bad, uh, and I'm not sure uh, Fields is the answer quarterback. Uh, so th that's a little lopsided there. Um, you know, the Lions are betting me over. I kind of could see that too. I think that's a team that may be on the improve. So we got a lot of different, uh, a lot of different decisions right now. But you know, Stormy, we're still three or four weeks from uh, you know the opening day, so we got some time to maybe write some business and get evened out a little bit. And if we're not even, uh, we'll just go in needing 
need no sides like we do every year. We're going to need something. Yes, sir. And I mean, all those teams that you just mentioned, even the, the way that they're being bet, you're dead on and saying it just kind of makes sense because I could see all of those things ultimately going that way as well. Yeah. We finally yeah. had some football on our screens last night in the Hall of Fame game. And obviously <laughs> the Raiders were in the game, so they were being pretty heavily bet and they did end up covering the 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 spread there. They won on the money line. But the under, which was also getting bet pretty hard, did not come through. So how did you guys end up? Uh, did you even out a little bit on the Hall of Fame game, or was the Raiders money too much? No, the Raiders money was too much. You know, we started the game at pick. We closed at two and a half. We, you know, we probably could have gone to three with the game, but I, I really didn't feel like uh, – I don't think any – it's very hard to be a three-point favorite on a neutral field in a game like this. And, uh, you know, they, it, that – so that uh, – I just didn't feel like doing it. So that the side hurt us, but total actually helped us a little bit. We had a lot of money on the other. Now one guy, one of my real good customers came in and made us a pretty strong bet on the over right at the end, but that just evened us out. But you know, during the, the whole time we've been writing business on this game, it was almost all on the under. So that final touchdown actually helped us a little bit. There you go. Uh, and I mean, with the preseason finally here, I know it's not the same type of handle that we get on regular season games, but still it's football. So people want to go out there and bet it. We all know about the Baltimore Ravens and John Harbaugh's track record with the preseason. But so I won't ask you about the Ravens, but are there any other teams that betters do tend to invest in in the preseason that you've noticed over the years? Well, it's weird because, uh, you know, Bill Belichick's always doing some weird stuff, you know, but he actually has a pretty good record in the preseason. Uh, and, you know, Brady obviously hasn't seen the field all that much. Um, but, you know, the, you know, all those numbers that are out there, kind of everybody knows them, and it's sort of like in the number at this point. So if, if you are going to bet that, and we have, what, about 25% of the league has some new coaches, I would kind of look at that because some of these guys – Maybe wanting to set a precedent with, uh, you know, getting the right guys on the field and the right combination. And other other coaches may not really care. They may be looking at different situations. You know, different coaches have different philosophies through the uh, through the preseason. If, yeah, I don't know if anybody remembers Marv Levy, who took four straight Buffalo Bills teams to the Super Bowl. He, you, you could bet against him every single week, and you probably did just great. Uh, but meanwhile, his teams were always ready come the first week of the season. So you never know how coaches are going to be. But like I said, there's a lot of new coaches out there. I would try to read as much as you can, see if you can pick up on their philosophy, uh, which ones really want to win. Most of them actually do, but not all of them. And try to follow that and see if that gives you any kind of a clue as to which way to go with these first couple uh, preseason games. Definitely could be some edge and opportunity to be had for betters in the preseason. I, I always just, as a 49ers fan, remember so vividly for whatever reason, Mike Singletary is head coach of San Francisco, went 4-0 and in the preseason. And I was like, oh, oh, yeah. oh man. This could be the year. Yeah. Oh, oh, for four to start the regular season. So not ideal. Uh, here with Chris Andrews, sportsbook director over at the South Point, as we turn our attention to a little college football here as well with that season approaching at the end of this month, zero week coming up very soon. Uh, the South Point, you guys focus mainly on conference wins for college football win totals. You did do two independent teams, Notre Dame and BYU, have their full season totals up there. So what was the reasoning for you guys at South Point to really focus and hone in on the conference totals specifically? Well, we did it a couple of years ago when COVID was a real threat to, you know, cancel the season or portions of the season. And I, at that point in time, I felt that probably every conference was going to do their best to play the conference games. They may cancel 
um, you know, out of conference games and maybe have to reschedule some of the in-conference games, things like that. So it's something we did. It wound up being really popular and it's something that maybe separates us from some other people. Not that it's any better or any worse, but something just a little different than other folks do. Uh, so I decided to do it again this year. A lot of people thought maybe I'd go back to the more traditional way, but like I said, I just felt like it's uh, maybe something we do a little bit differently here and it seems to have worked fairly well. We're writing a lot of business. Um, so, I, I mean, I really have no complaints and the numbers so far look pretty good. We haven't been too out of whack on anything. So, you know, action's been good, you know, nice buzz, give it a customer's a little something different that we have from, uh, from anyone else. So, uh, right now I think there was probably a, you know, a decent move on our part. South point certainly does a good job of always being unique. And, and Chris, we've only got about 30 seconds with you. We're up against it, but anything you need in the major league baseball slate tonight? Uh, nothing too much yet. Now we're just getting cracking, uh, you know, so we'll start seeing some action here in the next hour, I guess, but nothing too crazy so far. Awesome. Good stuff, Chris. You're the man. Appreciate you as always. Thanks, Stormy. Talk to you soon. Yes, Bye-bye. sir. That is Chris Andrews, sportsbook director over at the South Point Sports Betting Hall of Famer. Now that induction coming just a couple of weeks ago. So really, really cool for, for him and Vinny Maiulo and the whole South Point crew to be honored like that. That is a wrap for today's edition of My Guys in the Desert. I am sad to leave you, but enjoy your weekend. Cash some tickets. And I'm telling you, Steelers win total over. It is the way to be. Danny Burke and Rush Hour are coming up after this. So you'll get your fill of the MLB slate coming up. Still 14 games to come as the Cubs currently lead the Marlins 2-1.